everybody. This is the Marcus Today morning meeting with Marcus Padley and Henry Jennings. General advice only. You know the rules, but not personal advice. Certainly not suited to your personal financial circumstances. Henry, although Dow Jones didn't move a lot overnight, it was up 100 points. Still, I thought a fabulous FOMC minutes takeaway. What did you make of it? Uh, thanks, Marcus. Yeah, I guess I mean, it was pretty much as we were expecting in terms of the Fed heads being a little muddled. Uh, some are suggesting 50 basis points and not a pause or a pivot, but certainly a slowing down the velocity and some still seem a little bit uh, harder and faster. But I think the market now is pretty much pricing in and looking at this um, slowing of the rate of increases from the Fed. So uh, that seems to be positive for the market. Certainly the market wants to go up. Our market doing okay this morning. It was pretty thin in the US, you have to say, Thanksgiving and uh, half day Friday. So a lot of people have gone away. So our market's still pretty thin as well, but it is moving higher and one to move higher, which is very positive. Well, I thought the Fed stuff was great, actually. I had my suspicions uh, yesterday that these these minutes could be quite good because surely, even though they raised rates by 75 basis points, didn't talk about slowing the pace of rate rises. I thought the minutes might include, surely they discussed it, and obviously they did. And I loved the Reuters headline this morning, substantial majority of Fed officials see rates hike, rate hikes slowing soon and another one, it would likely soon be appropriate, terrible phrasing, to slow the pace of interest rate hikes. And if you read the minutes, they've gone from worrying about what the pace of rate rises are to the peak, when it is and where it is. And they say it will hinge heavily on the path of inflation, obviously, but hinge heavily on whether recent lower than expected inflation readings become an established downtrend. In other words, they've admitted for the first time that they've seen CPI peaking and wondering whether it's going to continue to go down. And that, I think, for, for us who are long in, in the strategy portfolio and have made this sort of pivot point call on October the 5th, uh, this couldn't have been a better outcome, I think. And you see it in the pivot point indicators, as I call them. Bond yields fell overnight and the US dollar down. Can you believe it, Henry? We're in a world where the world's reserve currency drops over 1% in a day. A uh, very big move. And the Aussie dollar went up 1.26%, 67 Anyway, a, I thought the outcome was great for the FGs. It's great for our strategy call. And uh, they are almost certainly going to raise rates 50 basis points instead of 75 on December 14. So uh, we, are, we are fully invested and happy to be so. Uh, you've got a bit going on in your Henry's take and the small cap stuff, haven't you, today, Henry? Uh, there's always lots going on in the world. That's the great thing about the stock market. Uh, just continuing my uh, look at four more stocks today uh, with line town, I guess, one of the standouts in terms of performance, and that one continuing to push up. Lithium still is the place to be, um, although the momentum has slowed a little bit, which is, I guess, understandable given where it is. But good result yesterday from Chalice, and they kicked on today. Uh, they're up another 5.5% today, which is good news. And uh, that continues to push higher. And a couple of other stocks doing well. Talga as well had a good day uh, yesterday and another good day today. So we picked that one up at $1.15. They're now $1.50 uh, in not very long uh, time. And also just, um, I, I put in today um, my latest on the couch with Ignacio Salazar from Highfield Resources. We talked to Ignacio about a year ago. I've got to say the stock price has done nothing, uh, particularly it's had a few little volatility spikes, but uh, it hasn't really done an awful lot. They have got a potash project in northern Spain, Pamploma. Lovely guy. Um, interesting chat though, not just about Highfield, but also the state of the European energy complex gas prices, which have come off a hell of a long
long way and uh, what that means and fertilizer generally. So interesting chat. I'm not sure Highfield is is one that I'm piling into, but it's certainly nice to uh, to catch up with Ignacio. And tomorrow uh, it's the AIA Investor Day, which um, I'll be popping along to and hopefully catching up with a few members. So that'll be good. Uh, Highfield Henry Potash is not the most sexy thing in the world when you've got lithium to play with, is it? Well, it's not, but then people starve oh. if you don't have fertilizer. <laughs> I, so I think I think essential doesn't necessarily mean profitable. The share price since the pandemic has gone from uh, it got down to about thirty cents by the looks of it up to eighty seven. But pre pandemic it was at eighty, so it's now eighty seven two and a half years later. It's not really not really uh, a lithium stock. No, it's not. We waste time. One of the things I was quite interested in today, and I sold Northern Star out of, which is a gold stock, out of the ideas portfolio at the end of last week thinking that the gold whole gold complex had had this precipitous sharp rise as the US dollar had a precipitous sharp fall and I thought that's going to run out of steam but it hasn't. Northern Star I think is up 6% since we sold it on Monday and the gold stocks continuing to go and I think this FOMC uh, vibe that rates are going to, rate rises are going to slow down is going to further damage the US dollar or trend the US dollar lower in which case I should have held on to these gold stocks you, you've still got gold though haven't you? Uh, yes, I have. I bought back in as well. I bought back into DeGray and I hold Genesis Minerals. And interesting to see the dog of the year, I have to say, St. Barbara is actually showing signs of life. Someone's applied the pack of whackers to St. Barbara today. It's up 8.6%. So um, you've got to remember with gold companies, and a lot of focus has been on St. Barbara in terms of production problems. The great thing about gold companies, if they do have production problems, the gold's still in the ground. The asset's there. And if the gold price goes up, that asset in the ground is actually worth more. And they're saving money by not producing. So I know it's bad in one respect, but it's not like um, they've lost production forever. It is still in the ground, but um, long way back for St. Barbara, that's for sure. And we've done a buy, hold, sell today on Qantas. And I think you had a hand in that, Henry. Uh, what do you make of Qantas at the moment? Well, I've got to say, gouging Qantas at the moment is just astronomical. Looking at flights uh, anywhere through Jetstar is just ridiculous. The prices are absolutely crazy. You're playing business class prices for an economy seat. Um, at some stage, there will be pushback. But at the moment, Qantas is making hay while the sun shines. There is no competition and no competition on international routes either because China is offline. These guys are just gouging the public. And that's good for shareholders, good for the share price, not good for us. Now, I did say when the pandemic broke out and Qantas had to raise capital and it had effectively gone bust, but it's one of those companies that are too big to go broke. And they had a resurrection. They're having a resurrection at the moment, I think after their recent update which was a couple of days ago yesterday uh, they've gone from sort of 580 to 620 so they're on the rise again and they've broken technically they appeared on the scan as breaking out uh, yesterday so uh, going okay but I remember in the pandemic thinking thinking or writing that Qantas the Qantas board are going to look back in a few years time and say that was the best thing that ever happened to us because they now have free run they can do what they like price wise they can for the time being anyway but uh, you know looking at flights to melbourne in december i think it was about oh, at least a thousand dollars return whereas it used to cost a couple of hundred bucks yeah i know yeah and uh, interestingly brokers have got behind it a little bit the average broker target price 18 percent above the current share price and ubs with a buy recommendation target price 23 percent above morgan stanley 45 percent above with an overweight macquarie outperformed 20 percent above so so got a bit of uh, bro- bro- 
broker momentum on this breakout, which is uh, highlighted in the chart in the buy hold sell today on Qantas. It's not one of those. I, I remember uh, uh, the uh, Roger Montgomery as a value investor made a career out of bagging airlines because Warren Buffett uh, said he'd set up a um, what was it? He'd set up a helpline that he could ring if ever he thought about buying an airline uh, to talk him out of it. And Roger Montgomery used to smash on about that. And then, of course, Qantas performed fabulously for a few years. Anyway, fundamentals aside, looks like it's going up for the minute. Eight bucks, especially with the uh, the oil price uh, falling, that's going to help them as well. Absolutely. And uh, on the oil price falling, anyone missed it? G7 are talking about capping their oil price at 65 to 70 dollars for the Russians. Currently about 85. Not sure right. how you do that. Oh, well, yes, I it's know. like it's like the EU put a cap on gas prices, or they're looking at putting a cap on gas prices, which the cap is pretty much at the high of the gas market uh, back at the start of the um, of the Ukraine thing, and it would never be triggered. It's just lots of talk. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, we have U.S. closed tonight. Uh, the U.S. closes. At, uh, it's open on Friday. It closes at 1 p.m. half day. So uh, most most uh, Americans have got a long weekend if they haven't taken the whole week off, quite honestly. So we'll have a very quiet session, I think, not just today, as we've had the whole of this week, but tomorrow uh, in particular. And on and uh, the US on Friday night will be uh, quite uh, quiet as well. Uh, otherwise, we have the World Cup to uh, watch. Anything of note overnight, Henry? Yeah, Germany lost. I was on the radio with Virginia this morning. She said, oh, what, what is it with English and the English and football? And I gave her your quote, which was, well, uh, you can sum up English soccer as playing 90 minutes, uh, having a draw and then getting beaten on penalties by yeah. Germany. Or, or Argentina. Or Argentina. <laughs> and and then she was saying, uh, it looks like MAR is playing a, a CRO. She goes, I assume that's Croatia. I can't work out what MAR is. And I said, oh, that's Maradona. He's just going to beat them on his own by <laughs> handballing goals. I think that's Morocco, actually. Yeah, it is Morocco. Yeah, some of those uh, acronyms don't quite match the first three letters anyway there we go <laughs> but Canada played well last night they gave Belgium a bit of a scare yes uh, Spain 7-0 against Costa Rica there yeah, we go well, I mean, that was like what England beating Iran 6-2 uh, okay good well finishing it's off coming uh, home. Ca- uh, it's coming home uh, I said that to Virginia she said it's not it's not and I know nothing about football she goes anyway uh, I think the uh, themes of the day is gold up energy down uh, Kogan having a good AGM and maybe that will light up some of those consumer stocks again otherwise not much going on the Good. One that puzz- uh, before you go Mark the one that puzzles me I think we need to look at is corporate travel right why well how good's Qantas going how good's Webjet oh, going true. corporate is travel true. is on its knees on its lows it might just be worth a look having a little chart. look at bit big for me bit big for you but yes it is it's down from what 27 8 bucks to 16 bucks at the moment and has seen none of the recovery that we've seen in Qantas and Webjet over the last week or so so mm. might be worth a look that's and assuming update recently so. that's assuming corporates are still traveling instead of zooming well they, anyway. they say that corporate travel is 100 percent capacity oh there you go uh, uh, and i also those. i also saw that thing that uh by you know i don't know so many years time you'll find that 50 percent of the airplane's business class uh, maybe well they're people. certainly charging it for the business yeah, it's already class 100 percent. <laughs> it's just rubbish business class yes all right good well uh that's the Thursday, uh, Friday, tomorrow, golf day. So I'll just do that again. Right, so that's about it. Uh, that is Thursday done, Friday, tomorrow, golf day, 
on Monday at Heelsville. Henry and I will be there. We might be on Marcus Light that day, but I'm sure the team will uh, produce for members. And that's about that. No one else's birthday today after Wayne Batchy's birthday yesterday. If, no. you, do, if you do have a memorable moment you would like us to recognize, like uh, Tony Blackburn or Noel Edmonds or who was the other one? Terry Wogan. Uh, email myself or Henry. Good. You have a fabulous day. Looks very quiet. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.